everyone, welcome back to my podcast about the fintech revolution. This is podcast number five, and this episode will be about digital banking. I'm your host, Edward Potani, and I'm happy to have you here. So in this episode, I'll be covering what digital banking is about, the benefits that it offers, and what the future holds for digital banking. So imagine having all your banking services held online. You can transfer funds make payments, take loans, investments, everything online through a single platform. Now, you might be asking me, wait, Edward, isn't that the same as internet banking? What is the difference then? And hasn't hasn't internet banking been around for quite a while? It's been a few decades. What's so special about digital banking then? Well, digital banking is actually very different from internet banking. Digital banking involves having all your financial services over one platform. This means that these banks do not have any physical stores and they don't they don't really have a physical presence anywhere. It's actually the next frontier of innovation in financial services and although not so commonplace today, it'll actually become a lot more popular in the future. So digital banking involves having a single platform where you can conduct all your financial services. And you're, you're no longer limited to certain features that are only available at branches. And you're no longer limited to having to wait for working hours to conduct your financial transactions. Digital banks are usually 24 hours and they allow you to conduct transactions at any time of the day. Also with 24 hour support for most of your digital banks. So what's so special then about digital banking? Well. These, these services actually offer a lot more features to consumers compared to traditional banks. One is that they have a lot more control over their finances and a lot more ease in accessing banking services. Because the barriers to entry and the barriers for you to manage your money are extremely low. So it's, it's a lot easier for you to conduct transactions using digital banks. And there's also an increased convenience using these services because digital banks offer a lot more faster transactions along with lower costs of course compared to traditional banks because sometimes even if you are dealing with larger transactions it won't happen instantly sometimes you have to wait for half an hour sometimes you have to wait for days even if you're doing a cross-border transaction and it offers a lot more richer features to consumers with personalized financial services because of the integration of cutting-edge tools and technologies. For example, some, some applications can provide loan calculators, premium calculators, and financial planning software right into the same platform. And the integration of artificial intelligence, which is AI, helps these banks to analyze your spending and to show you insights in how you spend your money and how you transfer your money. And another thing would be increased security because these banks have a lot more stronger and stricter protocols to enhance security around them. So, so some examples of digital banks, which you might not have heard of, include Simple, Monzo, Atom, and WeBank. And in Singapore specifically, there's actually been a Grab Singtel collaboration between these two companies for them to offer up a digital bank in Singapore and to open it up. So as you can see, digital banks are not so commonplace yet, but they will become a lot more commonplace in the future because of the increased services that they offer to consumers. 
And that is all for this podcast. See you in the next podcast, where I'll be talking about green fintech and how fintech can promote greater sustainability. See you soon and have an awesome day.